Hi there, my name is Rob Verkirk. This is a video we've put together to launch our Zinc campaign. Last October, we released an article on our website called The Problem with COVID Myopia. It identified 52 risk factors associated with more severe outcomes for COVID disease in the event that someone becomes infected with SARS-CoV-2. Within that, we identified two subcategories, nutritional factors and metabolic factors, that we argue based on peer-reviewed data are modifiable risk factors, things that you can do that change your outcomes for severe COVID disease. And then in July, prior to that, we had already released a video that was looking at the effects of lost resilience. Through evolution, we have lost an enormous amount of our inherent resilience. That's owing to um, the chronic stress we're exposed to. It's a change in, in the nutrient status, the, the living conditions, the lack of physical activity, the um, lack of time involved in, in, in relaxation, giving um, both our, our digestive systems and our, and our central nervous systems and our endocrine systems a break from the, the existence that we have today. The reality is that our nutrient status is really critical. We've already launched campaigns around vitamin D and vitamin C, and it's really important that people understand the importance of zinc, which is what this campaign is all about. Nutrients actually never work in isolation. They work as an orchestra in harmony with one another. So there is a great synergy of them. In order for our immune system to function well, it requires a great deal of resources and it also needs to work in concert with other systems in our body, particularly our endocrine system, our hormone system, and our central nervous system. So if we are deficient, overtly deficient in any of these nutrients, the immune system cannot work properly. And also what we discover is that for the immune system to work optimally, often we require considerably larger levels of these nutrients um, than those that are required for baseline to prevent deficiency diseases. So let's now take a closer look at zinc that's really important for all parts of the immune system. So it's both critical for the innate side and the adaptive side. The innate side responds with immediately through to minutes or hours after being exposed to a pathogen. Um, the adaptive side um, takes several days to respond. It needs to be trained to respond to a particular pathogen. So on the innate side, if we look at uh, physical and chemical barriers, zinc is really crucial for the mucociliary clearance system, the escalator that keeps our airways clear. It's also really important for our innate immune cells, the macrophages, phagocytes, uh, dendritic cells that are really important for communication with the adaptive immune system. All of these require zinc for survival, for proliferation and maturation. Same applies on the adaptive side to the B lymphocytes, the B cells that are really crucial for production of antibodies. Um, and of course, really important on the T lymphocytes, the T cells of which there are many types. Zinc is crucial in the modulation of type 1 and type 2 helper cells. It's also really important for producing effector T cells, the cytotoxic and memory T cells that do all the heavy lifting of the immune system. And in fact, if you look at um, closely re related primate species, we see that very often as our primate relatives become sick, they self-medicate. And in fact, the idea of them 
consuming more berries that are richer in vitamin C and polyphenols is part of that self-medication behavior that many times we've forgotten as we reach for prescription drugs instead. Dr. Ananda Prasad discovered the essentiality of zinc now some 50 years ago. Um, and he's also a fellow of the American College of Nutrition and I've followed his work for many, many years. And it's been astounding to hear him say over the last 20 years that I've been involved that zinc deficiency remains not only a major problem in the developing world, it still remains a major problem in the developed world. And a great problem here is because the food sources that we used to rely on um, have become very deficient in, uh, in zinc. And also much of the zinc that we do take, particularly in supplemental form in uh, fortified foods and in multivitamin and mineral tablets is not well absorbed often because it's consumed alongside phytate rich food, particularly things like cereals. We've also seen the burgeoning of evidence suggesting that zinc is really important um, as a means to reduce severe COVID disease. Um, and of course, this hasn't been reflected very much in the public debate and public health messaging. And of course, we've seen um, some very negative discussions by the mainstream that has been in conflict with the direction of the scientific literature, suggesting one of the reasons that hydroxychloroquine was effective early on is because it acted as a zinc ionophore. It actually increased the amount of zinc that was being forced into the intracellular environment where it could do its job to support the immune system, support macrophages, support both the innate and the adaptive side of our immune systems. Zinc as a nutrient, unlike many drugs, has multiple targets of action. It does many things in our body. It is required for over 300 different enzymes alone. But it not only has an effect in supporting uh, our immune system, both on the innate side and the adaptive side, and um, balancing the um, type 1, type 2 uh, T helper cells uh, in order we can have a modulated immune response. But it also has direct antiviral effects. It also has anti-inflammatory effects. It also supports mucus clearance um, in our airways. So it does many things, and that's one of the reasons um, it is so important to ensure that you have adequate um, zinc status. Um, some of you may have heard the recent uh, work that has been done on ivermectin to show that ivermectin, again, um, uh, it, it's, a, it's an anti-helminth and anti-parasitic uh, drug that has been used off-label for um, treatment of severe COVID disease with extraordinary results. Um, actually, it comes from Streptomyces avamitilis, so it belongs to a category of, of drugs, biosynthetic drugs, called avamectins. And some interesting recent work has shown that actually two molecules acting together could act as uh, an ionophore that actually helps nutrients like zinc, cations like zinc, get into the cells. Um, so that may have a, a, a co-effect with zinc, which is one of the reasons within the IMAS program um, ivermectin is being used alongside other nutrients, including zinc. So if your circulating stores levels of zinc are low and we have to get zinc through the diet, your immune system will not respond, will not perform properly. 
And the reality is what we're seeing consistently in nutritional surveys, such as the National Diet and Nutrition Survey in the UK, is that large numbers of people have very low status. If you are below the RNI, the reference nutrient intake, or the lowest reference nutrient intake, you have extremely low levels of zinc in which it is not possible for your immune system to function properly. And stunningly, if you just look at one category, 11 to 18-year-old girls in the UK NDNS survey, some 27% of these were, in the last survey, below the LRNI. The levels required for proper immune function are many times higher than that. Um, and, and of course, the difficulty is, how do we get our zinc? Do we get it from our food? Do we get it from supplements or in fortified foods? The important thing to understand about zinc is that if we do consume it with phytic acid rich foods, which are the whole grains, the seeds, the nuts and legumes, we don't absorb it very well. It complexes out and we just excrete it. From a historic point of view, an evolutionary point of view, our ancestors used to get most of their zinc from red meat, from fish, from shellfish. Of course, a number of things have changed since that time. We're consuming less of those foods. We are also consuming foods that are reared in a very different way. The livestock um, is often fed on compounded animal food, feed that's much lower in zinc, or we're consuming farmed fish. And if you look at, say, a vegetarian or a vegan diet, most of the zinc is coming in in fortified foods or supplements, if it's coming in at all. And it's often then consumed alongside the very foods that are richest in phytic acid or phytate. And that includes things like whole grains, nuts, seeds, and, and especially legumes. The form of zinc that you take is, is really important, um, both the chemical form and the particular galenic form, the, the, whether we take it as a, as a lozenge or as drops in water, as a capsule, as a tablet, um, as a spray. There are many ways of taking it. And the reality is that we need to ensure that um, positively charged zinc ions are released. So when you look at the literature, some of the literature that's been less persuasive on, say, the role of zinc, uh, often in combination with vitamin C for the common cold, it's because it's been in the wrong form. But actually, there is a consistent pattern of evidence where zinc is delivered in the right form without phytates in foods. Um, the results are really quite remarkable. Um, one of the important things also to recognize about zinc is taking too much of it is as bad as taking too little of it. So in terms of the modulation of the immune response, we actually start suffering from exactly the same problems associated with zinc deficiency when we take too much of it. So the, the sweet spot is, is often for adults, um, moderate weights, adults around 70, uh, 75 uh, kilograms of weight, somewhere between 25 milligrams daily. Um, some of the really useful ways of taking it, taking it as drops in water, um, taking it in capsules, tablets, um, away from phytic acid rich foods like whole grains, uh, nuts, seeds and legumes, um, but also taking it between meals as lozenges that you can suck in your mouth so you get a lot of buccal absorption. So there you have it. Um, you've heard a great deal about the importance of getting vitamin D and vitamin C supplementally and particularly at this time. But zinc is the missing link. Really important now to focus on zinc to get the right amount in at the right time in the right form. Not take too much and obviously to really focus.
focus on, on making sure you are taking it supplementally because it's very difficult to get sufficient of it into the body, in the diet, to optimize immune system function. So please have a look at our other videos. You'll find them um, on our video section of our website. You'll find them in our Adapt Don't Fight um, COVID campaign. And obviously we have standalone campaigns linked to vitamin D, um, vitamin C that we've done in concert with um, Patrick Holford and through the vitamin C for COVID campaign. And, and now also really important to, to focus on, on zinc as well. Thank you very much indeed.